You are listening to Be Simply. This is Suzanne Toro, a.k.a. She. You can anticipate being inspired, discovering some inner and outer wisdom and inspiration. Without further ado, let's dive into Be Simply. silence and sound an opportunity to dive into our inner landscape and we have been deepening in accord with what seems to be naturally rising up within self and around us here on planet earth Uh, as i've mentioned before we're definitely at this fork in the road And we have an opportunity to make choices that resonate with our highest expression or uh, not. That is a choice. And so if you feel, if you're out there and you feel like you're stuck in quicksand, uh, in the mud, so to speak, metaphorically or literally, um, I really want to welcome you to reach up, uh, look around you and reach for the sun and Uh, your faith if you have it or the surroundings that you're in Uh, nature is always there to lift us up and so as you connect uh, in this moment no matter where you're at how you're feeling just welcome you to rise up into uh, your highest expression even during this talk meaning that you just simply start by asking yourself that question how can I serve and that question starts from an inner space and then goes to the outer world and no matter what your faith is or is not these talks are designed to help you access that word and the syntax that we use in different practices uh, sometimes can get in the way and I want to invite you home to your highest expression because when we connect to that we are in that realm of energy that is divine and is willing to assist you if you assist yourself so this segment is about owning it we are in a position in our limited understanding of our history as a species here on this planet to make some choices and as i mentioned last week the veils have been dropping so as the veils drop it gets confusing and it's going to continue to get more and more confusing before it gets clear And the one thing that can assist us in this process is one, to anchor into our ecosystem, our physical ecosystem, the one that provides food, water, uh, means for shelter. And I just really welcome you to connect into that. And that'll anchor you to the earth aspect and give us the resources we need. And then if you reach up for 
the sky, the heavens, or heaven, whatever you want to call it, again, uh, bridging these two aspects that exist all here. And then we can decide where we want to reside. It's not like we're going to wait to experience it. We can create that in and around our ecosystem that we're in right now. So in this segment, we're going to start to explore owning it, meaning that's really easy to start identifying. That's why these conversations are coming up uh, in many different communities across the globe that we have the opportunity to see what is. And it's becoming more and more obvious, yet we're actually exposing something that's not comfortable to look at. And then once we see it, we can't go back. So as our society, as the world, as we used to know it, it starts to dismantle, we have choices to make. And the best place to make those is from within, rooted in that sense of foundation, and then reaching up into your faith, whatever you want to call that however you relate to it. Because it's really important to understand that at this moment on this planet, there are individuals that want to take away your right to have faith and practice your faith. Not just one faith, all faiths. And when you look and around and try to imagine telling everyone that's practicing whatever they might be practicing that they have to give it up and that they have to practice this way or that way. And I've had the blessed fortune in this lifetime uh, for myself personally, through my upbringing, into this moment and all the in-betweens to be touched by many faiths and the miracles that exist within those practices and the purity that exists in those practices. So I'm not talking about anything that is causing harm to anyone or anything. I'm talking about something so profound that no matter what faith you practice, you might call it God, you might call it uh, Jesus, you might call it Muhammad, you might call it Buddha, you might call it many, many things. You might call it all things, all things miraculous, whatever words you want to put on it. And that's the hardest thing with syntax is because sometimes those words can separate and divide us. Yet what I can share personally, and not only from my personal experiences, but also in working with people in death, I don't just work with people that are Christians or Buddhists or Jewish or Islamic or whatever their situation, their belief system is. I meet them there because they're, they're holding keys based on their faith and their belief system and their journey here on this planet that are very personal to them. So who am I to invade that very sacred threshold and tip over their apple cart. All I can do is guide and give them some indications as to what to be prepared to do when they cross over. 
and to have a deep level of trust. So in this moment, it's really important we anchor in whatever that is for you. And if you have a faith or practice that causes harm to anyone or anything because of your perception of what is right or wrong, I really welcome you to sit and check yourself for a little bit and feel free to call me. I'm happy to talk to you about that. Because what I've noticed is there's this beautiful thread that runs through all the faiths that I've had the opportunity to learn about. I haven't learned about all of them. But there's this core principle of kindness, love, service. And then we live in an ecosystem on this planet that is about service. The entire ecosystem works together to co-create this beautiful reality that we have. And even as a human on this planet, that's oftentimes what we're in. We crave connection. We crave that because we're designed to have it. We're designed to interact with one another physically in close proximity of one another, face to face, not in between an electronic device and a screen. No. And truth be told, (laughs) those these these things are like archaic machines that actually are dividing us versus bringing us together. There are blessings to them. But if we really get rid of all that, there's even more amazing things that we can access when we stay close to understanding the ecosystem that we were gifted to be in in this lifetime. And so the owning it part comes into when we have attachments, you know, in life, whether we have an attachment to a point of view, a belief, uh, uh, ideology, a person, a place, a thing, allegiance to something that maybe we don't fully understand. That can become precarious because we root our, our... our feet into something without knowing, and I've brought this up several times, knowing something. So personally, I know that I've had these checks and balances between different faiths that have resulted in something really beautiful. An understanding that there are many roads and the divine, aka God, great spirit, whatever creator, whatever you want to call it, does not segregate. And once you can start to open up your heart to that, that How would that energy segregate and compartmentalize people in a certain way? And so right now, there have been beings working to isolate, divide, conquer, and erase this innate aspect of the human species, which is to practice kindness to practice love, compassion, 
generosity. To actually do for others as you would like them to do for you. Not as a manipulation, but authentically. Like, wow, they might really love this because I love this. That's typically how people give gifts. They give things that they love. And then as we become a little bit more aware, we start to really connect to the person and we, we think, oh, what would be helpful to them? And then we deepen that giving from there. So all over the world, there are people that naturally move from this place of service. And all those faiths really welcome you to do that. Like the Sikh faith. Wow. During the pandemic, they're known for (laughs) making food and meals for others, orchestrating, like making lots of food for people. That's a kind act to feed someone, to care for them, to make time to listen to them. So in this moment, if you value your freedom, your freedom of speech, your freedom of thought, your freedom of action, your freedom of faith, freedom of Uh, treating your physical body the way you choose. If you value those things, this is that moment where you're going to be asked to really honor that. And it might be subtle. It might be overt. But each one of you that might be listening to this, if you honor that and you move in an altruistic way through life, You'll be surprised at how quickly things start to shift. And then that coupled with your core ethics, your deepest knowing about yourself, will truly uh, provide you with an insight that you can't even imagine. And so the owning it part is really important because we've basically been tricked on so many levels up until this moment. So many levels. And some of you listening to this might uh, say, well, even people's faiths have been trickery. And uh, that is actually very true. Yet the trickery was embedded with some gems some gems that can lead you to an authentic life, a kind life, and one that assists others. And so, you know, in the, this part of you holding yourself accountable and it starts with you, is that you decide how you're going to show up. You decide if what you have the capacity to give in this moment and welcome yourself to see what ripples go from there. 
And for all of you that know out there, all of you that know, this is that time to really shine a light on what you know in a way where it helps others see it, where it gives others the space to express their free will as you did up until this point. And for those of you that maybe don't know yet, and if you want to chat with me one-on-one about what I mean about that, feel free to email me or message me or text me if you know me personally. But by welcoming yourself to be accountable to what you know means that we have to start letting go of things that don't serve anymore. Over the past two years, a lot of people became very wealthy on this planet. Over the past two years, a lot of people's livelihood was put on hold, destroyed, cut in half, cut in three quarters. And it's not to point point the finger that anyone is a villain or a victim. It just is. And so in this moment, you have a choice to keep feeding that which decided to steal or help those that maybe had everything take away, taken away, rebuilt. And so this is that moment that it starts with you. You have to decide if you want to hold yourself accountable. And so when we go into the microcosm of self, just as I've been instructing, like where are the veils rising up in you that you're not, you're afraid to look at? And then as you start to examine those areas, you can start to take accountability. And typically where you're triggered, that's been a big word. People have loved that one. I guess it's a good little 411 for anyone you're interacting with. But people have been very triggered. We all have been, myself included during this process. And at those moments, those are indicators of something's not settled within. And rather than displacing it on someone else, or if you did, you know, bow down to that moment, but rather than getting lost in the dynamic of that, it's an opportunity to look deep within and say, wow, I was triggered. They were triggered, which triggered me and the snowball began. And so in those moments, we start to see those gems within. And we start to take the knowledge that we've received, the facts that we understand. We open our mind to start to understand what is true. And start to understand who we can trust and who we can't. Where we can trust ourselves and where we can't. And then on that microcosm, you start to build strength. And if you have a faith or something that brings you 
to a grounded certainty, that's that time to invite that in to help you with this aspect of yourself. It's difficult when so many all at once, the collective mind is trying to make sense of what goes on. Yet, within those of you that have been trying to make sense, that allowed yourself to be open to the what is, keep letting the mind open. It's really natural during these passages when uh, we're all being busted apart into a million pieces to want to grab onto a life preserver, so to speak. And sometimes it's needed, but it's also important to pay attention to what you're grabbing onto. Uh, Because there are still tricks along the way. So before we go into this meditation today, I want to invite you to really welcome from within what you're ready to own. Maybe where in the past uh, few weeks or lunar cycle and change, things have, the veils have started to drop, where information has been given to you to have a deeper understanding of what is And where you're continuing to be invited to awaken from within. And within that process, some of you are seeing where your faith truly lies. Where you can meet yourself there. And how that faith, in whatever it is, can assist you in higher states of being. And when we connect with those higher states of being, that's when the altruism arrives. Being a human on planet Earth means that you are naturally compassionate, empathetic, loving, kind. And yes, you have emotions and you have uh, inner work to do. But those things are innate. You're innately designed to feel joy, sorrow, grief, anger. And you're innately equipped to be of service to one another. And so I welcome you in this moment to to really claim that aspect of you that has been maybe following you around too long, that doesn't serve, that becomes a big weight. And I welcome you to own it rather than projecting it on someone else, placing it on someone else. Own it. And this is where each and every one of us all of us can exercise some of that darkness, that wetico that's still attempting to feed off you, 
your family, your children. And as you become more and more skilled at seeing that, you're going to become stronger at keeping it at bay. We have the opportunity in this moment, one by one, to cut off the supply chain to an imbalance that's similar to a cancer that's not being treated with the proper remedies. So as we go into this meditation, I welcome you to really, really look for that aspect of you that you've been building up if you listened to the last few segments. You've seen the true colors, other people's true colors, your true colors. The veils have been dropping inside, outside, everywhere. And it's a humbling time. It's hard when you thought you knew something one way and you have to realize that was a completely a lie. Oh, that's devastating. It really is. And then I, I just welcome you in this moment to really own what you grip onto inside. What's holding you back from being a faithful steward to the humanity around us, what's holding you back from keeping yourself free, free to speak, free to be, free to act, free to pray. Own it. I would love to welcome you into an upright seated position. Taking a soft, gentle breath up into your heart center. And then exhale out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Another one. Inhale. And exhale. And as you lead into this meditation, I welcome you to rest your heart in the faith that you have. I welcome you to just gently deepen the quest to understand how that faith can guide and be of service to you and others. 
And then I welcome you from there if you're more agnostic or without faith. I welcome you to rest your heart in love and kindness and your natural ability to be of service to others. And then allow that to guide you to that aspect of yourself that you're ready to own, that aspect of you that you're ready to expel, that aspect of you that's ready to cut off the supply chain to energies that have no moral compass, no code of ethics, no ability to be empathic, or express empathy, compassion, love, or kindness. I welcome you to see that if it exists within you, even in the smallest part. I welcome you to see it, own it, and release it. Taking another deep breath in. And then exhale out. Another one. Inhale. And exhale. Good. One more. Inhale. And exhale. And then just gently following your breath.
Simply, if you're still in an upright, seated position, just bring yourself back into a reclined position if you're on a chair or a sofa, or if you're on your mat, recline back into Shavasana. And as you come to the earth, the floor, or the bed, Just gently welcome your body to stay present, to soften, and to continue to dive into your inner landscape. Simply observe that breath, closing the eyes, and enjoying being here.
Taking a soft, gentle breath in and out of your heart center. Gently breathing in. And out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Good. One more inhale. And exhale. Good. And then continuing to breathe in and out. And I welcome you in this moment just to rise up. Rise up. Rise up higher. Dear moment, humanity, dig deep. Dig deep. Rise up in that which you know. Honor the sacredness of the faith that is close to you. And abolish from within all things that cause harm to you and or others. Let that go. And then with that being said, taking another deep breath into your heart. And then exhale out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Another one, inhale. And exhale. And from there, just gently moving your fingers and toes. And I welcome you to move into the next. With just ease and grace. As inspired, take a moment longer maybe to journal, to pray, to be. We're going to exit out with a little Kadri Scott. Give thanks to Random Rab. Welcoming your undertones. And thanking Dante Marino. Helping me produce the sounds. Until next time, this is Suzanne signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply. Sing, sing, song, song. 